Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast we're seeking to lead change while also seeking to understand. We're also here as a, as a platform for leaders to come together to unite, to develop, and empower other leaders in the areas of business, family, and community. I'm your host, Lafayette Lane, joined my co-host, John LeBron. Tonight, we're here to have a discussion about the progression of excellence. John, when you talk about the progression of excellence, what do you mean by that? I think in... In general, a lot of people really want to pursue excellence or be excellent in some type of ability or their career or their calling, whatever that is. And I find just in talking and dialogue, there's so many people who think, oh, I found my calling. And then in such a short amount of time, when you come back to them, they're like, well, I wasn't very good at it. Or I just didn't feel like maybe that's not what I was supposed to do because your calling should be easy or should come naturally, as they say. And it came and I just started thinking about it. I thought, I don't know of anything worthwhile that is just easy, that just came easy to myself. And I wasn't just great at it from day one. I might have been passionate about it, but there was a progression to get to there. There's a progression to get to some level which we would sort of coin as excellence which is still hard to ever achieve because there's always somebody better at it than you are, but maybe you're always chasing excellence. I think excellence is almost an unachievable maybe mark, but maybe we can pursue that excellence. And I just think that it's, it's definitely steps and milestones. And I think before we don't to get too deep too soon, but too many people want to stop too early thinking they're not good at something when they just would, they would just realize that, there's a progression to this. It's it's long-term, not just something you're just naturally amazing at. No, absolutely. And as you as you were talking, I think that uh, progression, as you said, is, is, a, is a, the progression of excellence is a goal. But I also think to add on to that, another perspective that excellence is an approach. Mm. Like how you approach a thing, how you approach your job, how you approach your work how you approach your parenting, how you approach whatever you do, whatever you say, how you approach your communication comes from the uh, the the mindset and the approach of excellence. So what you do, you start off with excellence because if you start off with excellence, you'll end with excellence. So yes, it is absolutely, I agree. It is a progression, but it's also a an approach. Uh, mm. My pastor says all the time that about a waiter being served at a restaurant and how the approach of the waiter affects the meal that you're about to take part in. Mm. That if you've ever been served by a waiter or a waitress with a bad attitude, they have the opposite attitude of excellence. It almost makes your food taste bad and you don't even want to partake in the meal because the approach to the event was off before the event even took place. Mm. And so sometimes the issue is not so much that we can't reach the goal. It's the, the reason why we're having the issue with the progression is because we start off the approach wrong. So we approach the task with the mm. mindset of, hmm, well, I'm mediocre, mediocre at this. I'm mediocre at this, excuse me. I'm mediocre at this. So we have a, a, a mindset of mediocrity we have a mindset of less than. We have a mindset of, I don't know if I can do this or not. 
as you just said, we have the mindset of, well, somebody's better than me at this. Well, the way they pursue is always going to be different than your pursuit. But one thing that you should have in common is the approach of excellence. That mm -hmm. if you approach it right, it'll end up right. So many times we're looking for the result, but we're not looking at the approach. Like we don't, we don't attack the approach in excellence. And the approach takes discipline because the approach is never applauded. Nobody ever mm -hmm. really sees your approach because your approach is really wrapped up in your preparation. It's done when people are not looking. It's done in the dark. It's done in grueling hours. It's done with discipline. And it's done with a mindset of, I want this so bad enough that I'm going to approach this every single day with the mindset of excellence. Because if you go mm -hmm. into it with the right approach, the results have to go in your favor. It, it has to. There's no way that you can approach something with all your excellence and having the excellence mindset. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to use everything in me and it not turn in your favor. So I would challenge that we have to check first our approach and then our progression will follow. Wow. That was gold. I love that. A hundred percent. I would also, I would also say, so I I've noticed on my journey just of life and leadership, what I thought was excellence continued to stretch and i would say it continued to over time of being around other men and leaders whose excellence was greater than mine i started to realize hmm what i thought was excellence they find as okay and their excellence level is higher and completely took me out of my world of what is excellence Yep. it's it's and it's how they as you said they approach everything if we go to the to the example about service mm -hmm. i used to be the one who would calculate my tips so i'd say 10 percent is a good tip whatever and then i got around leaders who would leave ridiculous tips so they'd go somewhere and they would get together as a group and they would just have coffee for example at a place that also served food, but they weren't interested in eating. They're interested in collaborating, talking, and they sit there for a couple of hours. So normally your coffee, you spent five, six bucks and you leave your tip for 10%, maybe 20. So you're leaving a dollar, dollar 50. These guys would reach in and grab 15 or 20 bucks and lay it on the table. And I thought, that's not even like, no, that's like 400%. Only realizing that they were saying, yeah, well, we, we took time at this table when someone else could have come here. And so we're tipping her for our time and for her service. Why does her service have to be a percent? And then, then what I found was every time they returned to those locations, those the wait staff fought over who was going to get that table. Instead of, oh, you take them. It's a church group. They don't pay anything, which is pretty universal. Sorry, I'm a church person, but it's the truth cheap people right and uh, not always but a lot and so people don't like serving it's just a bad reputation of sunday mornings being bad tip days and so but th for them it was you walk in like, oh i'm gonna go I'm, i got this table over here why because they appreciate with their tips the service they were given even when they didn't spend a bunch of money and uh, that excellence actually was reciprocated back and it was just one of those lessons learned along the way. Yeah, what, what you said in there was 
one of the first steps to progression because I kind of gave the pretext to the progression of excellence. You kind of gave the first step in the progression of excellence. And that is for those that are listening, what John was saying, the first step to the progression and excellence is exposure. Mm. John was exposed to people that were living and showing and demonstrating and manifesting excellence on another level, but he never would have known about that unless he was exposed and put himself in the environment to know that excellence has levels. Mm. And some of our progression of excellence, we haven't progressed because we have not, we keep ourselves in the same environments and we don't have the level of exposure to expand our brain. Um, the, the, I think the book is called the shape of the brain. I forget the author, but it talks about that the brain literally scientifically is proven that when it is exposed or when the brain learns something new, it is stretched like a rubber band that the mm -hmm. elasticity of the brain literally grows to where it cannot go back down to the same size it was before because of exposure. So if you put yourself in the right environment, if you expose your mind to another level of excellence, you will never go back and reduce yourself back down to a regression instead of a progression to where you were before because you've exposed yourself to a greater level of excellence. So the first step in getting that momentum and that movement or the ball rolling in the progression of excellence is exposure, which means that rubber band, in order for it to be stretched, that means it's uncomfortable. Stretching is terrible. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I hate about working out is not lifting weights. It's not even the cardio. For me, I hate stretching. Like my hamstrings get so tight so easily, bro. Like, and I've always been this way. Like I hate stretching. I hate stretching. Like to me, it's the most painful thing in the world. Like doing your stretching those hammies, stretching those calves, stretching those arms, especially when you don't do it on a routine basis, stretching mm -hmm. sucks. It, it, it is terrible. And because <laughs> those muscles have atrophied over such a long period of time, that stretching could feel worse than the actual workout. But if mm -hmm. you don't stretch, you actually do damage to yourself. Mm -hmm. So there will be no progress. You can live all the ways in the world. You can do all the cardio in the world. Guess what? If you don't stretch, you're going to go out there. You're going to tear something. You're going to twist something. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to pop. That shouldn't have all because you didn't stretch. And so for those of you that are listening to this, you got to put yourself in a level of exposure to challenge yourself to stretch that if I want to progress in my excellence, I've got to put myself in an environment to where I'm exposed on another level. So what does that look like? That looks like investing in yourself. That looks like mm. not just trying to get everything for free. That looks like yeah. investing in a masterclass, investing. If you want to be a better father, investing in John's masterclass. If you want to be a better business, finding what that looks like. So that comes with a price because what exposure does, it pays for it. What John said, and, and, and leaving just a cup of coffee that costs a few dollars, they two, three, four, five exited the tip of what the amount of what they received because excellence and exposure always values the environment. When you have progression of excellence, you value the environment that you're receiving from. So you may think of it that it's just a cup of coffee, 
but they're looking at it as I receive value. So what I do in return, here's the law, the law of reaping and sowing, the law of reciprocity that I sow back into the place that I reap from. But I sow back double, triple than what I reaped. So it keeps on going that 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 people have coined it karma. No, they get it's a biblical principle mm -hmm. called reaping and sowing. Reaping mm -hmm. and sowing, all reaping and sowing harvest time, seed time and harvest. You look at a farmer, they put seed in the ground and they reap a harvest, but you got to put something in in order to progress. Wow. So it's actually proven that physically stretching every day is one of the best things you can do, even if you don't work out. If you yeah. wake up in the morning, do some stretches. It's one of the best things you can do for your body for a number of reasons that I don't even recall. And you had mentioned you got to be willing to stretch. I would say you have to be willing to get around those people that will stretch you. Yeah. So many people shy away from others who stretch them because they may not agree with them 100% or it makes them uncomfortable. And I just I recently saw a post about someone said, I stay in my comfort zone. It's where I'm good at. I don't like to get out of it. And that's healthy. I actually disagree. I think getting out of your comfort zone is much healthier than staying in it. It does do things that are not um, in your in your lane, but it doesn't it also but it doesn't mean you can't consistently try to stretch yourself to become a better person because when you're in pursuit and constantly growing, then you you're stretching. And when you're growing, you're happy. And when you're happy, the people around you are happier. Therefore you being ha stretching yourself makes you and everybody else happy. Period. Notice when you're not growing, you're grumpy. Have you ever noticed that when you go through those slums where That's you're really like watching TV every night and doing nothing productive, and you wonder why you're so grumpy all the time, a little edgy. But when you're pursuing something, maybe a new project at work, you're really excited about life. You're excited to show up. You're not so short with everybody. You notice when you get less sleep, you're grumpy. But when you feel rested, you're not. Because you're happy. Happy when you're pursuing something. Uh, I, I want to to read the definition of excellence, the, the quality of being outstanding or extremely good, the quality of being outstanding or extremely good. And I want to add on to that, that a lot of times we see that word excel in the word acceleration. But when I look mm -hmm. at the word excellence, I see the word excel. I know we see like Microsoft Excel is spelled E-X-C-E-L. But when I look at the word excellence to add on to that being outstanding or extremely good, I want to add to mm -hmm. that. That means to accelerate, to excel is excellence means you're going to put something on top of your good. You're going to put super on top of your natural. And when you do that, you will go further faster. So the progression of excellence has a speed element to it because there's quality to it. So the more quality you put to it, the more speed you will have with it. The more quality, and we've been talking about investment, that definition to be extremely good. Listen to, to how good is described. Good is described as extremely good. 
which means you've got to go past the limitations. You've got to go to the extreme. You know, a lot of times when we when we hear somebody is extreme, it's 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 a negative connotation. It's looked at from a negative perspective. Well, they have extreme views or they have they have they go to the extremes. They exaggerate. But when we're talking about the progression of excellence, you've got to do what others are not willing to do, which means you've got to be extreme with it. I've, I'm, I'm about 90 percent um, done with writing my first book. And I want to put that in the atmosphere uh, because uh, God has already given me my second book while writing and completing the first one. And I want to tell you that when you start, when God gives you a vision, we're talking about the progression of excellence. When you get mm. in it, you'll find out that you want to progress further in excellence. Mm. So the more that I've been writing, the more I've been discovering that there are levels to this. The more that I've been writing, the more I've been discovering things about myself. The more I've been writing, the more I've been realizing that this book is not just for me. So I must do this in excellence because somebody's going to read this and somebody's life depends on my progression. Somebody's life depends on this chapter. Somebody's life depends on this this word, this line, this this particular verse, this particular paragraph. And if we have that mindset about our purpose, that when we really put investment into it, we will go to the extreme with it. There have been times where two or three o'clock in the morning, I get the itch. OK, let me let me write another sentence. Let me write another paragraph. Mm -hmm. Let me let me do this, because. That excellent spirit gets on you. And the more that you do it, we you start off saying, man, it's not always easy. And it's not. But I know I'm in purpose. <laughs> you said that from the beginning. That because sometimes we get that, man, there's been days where I'm like, what does that what goes next? What goes here? This is my story, but how do I make it make sense? So I have to look at it objectively. And it has not always been mm -hmm. easy. Like it takes hours upon hours upon hours sometimes to write one paragraph, to mm. write one paragraph. Sometimes it took, took me two to three hours because I would go back and read it, make an adjustment, go back and read it, delete, backspace, comma. That doesn't go there. Mm, maybe you should move that later down in here. So that's the progression of excellence. Progression of excellence is not always just forward. Sometimes it's pivots and sometimes it's backspacing. Sometimes it's delete because the deletion, the delete is actually helping you progress. When I took something out in this writing, it's not to it's not regressing me. It's progressing me help to, to finish the story, to finish the chapter, to finish that. So those of you that have been discouraged in your progression of excellence because you've had some times, you've had some some spaces, even in this year, in the first four months of this year, that you've had to hit the delete button. You've had to hit the backspace button. You feel like man, I'm taking steps backwards. No, no. Sometimes in order for you to move forward, you've got to delete. Sometimes in order for you to move forward, you've got to backspace. You've got to take some things out so you can progress forward because it will help you later on in your story and in your journey of the progression of excellence. Mm. I love that. So one thing I noticed you, you had hit on and it reminded me of, so somebody asked Kobe Bryant about his work habits and the difference between him and because you know Mamba mentality and so forth, the difference between him or a professional, maybe other players who didn't couldn't quite make it. And I always remember the quote. He had said, 
that the difference is, he said, a good player does something until he gets it right. He said, a great player or a player with excellence does it until he can't possibly get it wrong, which is a huge difference. I was teaching this to my son who's been practicing like crazy. He's got got it. I'm like, yeah, a good player gets it. A great player does it so much that he's not going to mess it up. It's just a habit. It's excellence. It's every time. And what people I think need to understand is that if you're trying to achieve excellence in anything, it's going to take consistency. Your book takes consistency. There's a saying that says long-term consistency beats short-term intensity. What that means You can do something a whole bunch really quick early, or you can be consistent over a long period of time. Consistency will be rewarded long-term more than a short-term burst of just doing something and then stopping. And I think so many people quit because they feel like they're behind or they look around and they feel like everybody else is ahead of them. We've all felt like that. Every entrepreneur has felt like that because they didn't go the route of just the same route of everybody else of school, career, next job, next job. And when you're 40, you should be at a certain mark, just like everybody else is. And then they look at the entrepreneurs, which is their really, which is really the dream. They're like, well, they're so much further ahead, but they're older. They've been doing it longer. They've been pursuing harder, more consistent, longer. So it's just a struggle you have to go through. But God can catch you up and surpass everybody else so much quicker than you think. But you must remain consistent because you got to understand consistency shows faith. And what does God bless? But what is faith? It's literally an action. It's not hoping. It's not believing. It's not thinking it could happen. It's taking action. It's taking action when there's you can't quite see it. So if God blesses faith, then he blesses action. Therefore, consistency in action is blessed by God. But the key people forget is it's on his timing, not yours. Therefore, you have to keep going. And so you said sowing seeds and sowing and reaping. There's a sowing, a progression time, and then a reaping time. But people forget they sow and don't let the progression happen. Therefore, there's no reaping. And you know what? The the seeds are still sown. But there's likely that someone else is collecting that harvest because you quit. And this is a domino effect, guys. It's a domino effect. Think about it this way. Consistency creates competency. Competence, it's what? Confidence. Because everybody's like, I'm not confident that I can do it. Yeah, you have to be consistent to feel competent. Like, okay, I think I know this. That competence creates confidence, and that confidence will fuel greater consistency. My son does this with his lacrosse. Year one, he never touched the ball in the game. Literally a whole season, never touched the ball one time. And I love him. I just, there was a cheer him on. Year two, few touches, no goals, nothing special. Year three, finally got one goal. And honestly, it was kind of an illegal goal, but we were getting our butt kicked and the ref let it go. I kind of, I might've campaigned for him to let that one go. So boom, got his first goal after three years. Year four, COVID hit, didn't get to play. So the new year four was uh, when he was in fifth grade. 
He finally gets going a little bit, has a few good moments, nothing. But what people don't know is that during year three, year four, and year five, he'd been putting in extra work every week, hours of shot after shot after shot after move after move after move. He's still there all the time when nobody, literally nobody else is at the field. And then this year, he's gone from one of the weak players on the team to noticeably one of the better players on the team. And I can't wait until next year. Because if his athleticism is finally catching up and he's finally getting it. But here's the biggest thing. Whether he's one of the best players or not, he is so confident. He feels so good. Why? Because he's been so consistent for years, literally three years now. He's been early to practice at least an hour every time, just hitting reps and reps and reps. Well, every kid gets five shots on goal. He's getting 100 he gets more reps in one one pra- one pre-practice than they get all season. And his confidence is at an all-time high. Why? Literally because his competency is up only because his consistency was up. Now, let me wrap it with this piece. Without the confidence, I should say, a lot of people say, I'm, I'm a super confident person, but that confidence, Confidence will lead to frustration if you don't put the consistency in. Because frustration always happens when our expectations are not met. And if your expectations are not aligned with your abilities, that's when, uh, I'm sorry, when you don't align with your abilities, then that means your expectations will go unmet and your abilities aren't there because why? You just weren't consistent. So if you're a frustrated entrepreneur, It's because you weren't consistent enough and you're having expectations way further than your current abilities, which can only be grown through work day after day after day. I guarantee you Lafayette's fifth book will be way better than his first. You might like his first book the most because of the topic, but his writing ability will be better on book five and six than book one and two even though I'm sure book one and two are going to be amazing. Ma'am, so usually we, we do a off-script moment, but I feel like John's last remarks were our off-script moment for this episode. And I think you all take those keys of consistency, competency, Consistency, competency, expectation are all those ingredients that lead to excellence. Consistency, competency, expectation lead to excellence. The progression of excellence. What an amazing conversation this has been. You guys stay connected with us here or unscripted, unscripted leadership on all social media platforms. Our website, unscripted-leadership.com. And of course, those of you that are listening to this and those that may be listening to the first for the first time, you can find our podcast available on all streaming platforms. We pray that you all be the leader that God has called you to be. Continue on that journey, on that road of the progression of excellence. Stay consistent, know your competency, and manage your expectations. Listen, we're here to build bridges and not walls. Bridges connect and walls divide. Until next time, God bless you.